Ladies and gentlemen, you know, with this reparation talk going strong in America, one thing that I would like to discuss, you know, I've been looking at several articles and I'm just getting a big chuckle out of these polls that they take among American people. We know they mean white people. Okay. And every single poll, oh, they don't agree with reparations. They don't. Do you think we give a shit about your polls? We going to stay on this subject matter, whether you like it or not. I don't care what your polls say and what people don't agree with. Screw all of that. If we would have took the same poll 50 years ago during the civil rights movement, you would have seen the same outcome. You don't think we should be equals. So we don't care about that. If you would have took the the, the same kind of poll during the civil war, you would have had a lot of people in the South that agreed that black people should remain slaves. We don't fuck your polls. For real, fuck your polls. You can take one every day. We going to stay on this course for reparations, whether you like it or not. You can take your polls and shove them as far up your ass as you like. So we're now on this path, ladies and gentlemen, and we must stay strong on the path. You know, I just got finished watching True Royals video on the couple that left out of a dollar store and a little $1 Barbie doll was taken by a toddler. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Do you know how many white children I have seen in stores stealing? Plenty. One day I was in the supermarket, y'all. This must have been 10 years ago. I was in the supermarket and I watched a white woman right down the aisle from me slip a roast into her purse. She had one of those big black oversized purse. I'm watching her ass put a roast in her purse. When I got up to the cash register, they already saw her. They saw her on the um, closed circuit cameras doing it. And they were just waiting for her to come up front. <laughs> you know, so man, don't come to me. Talk about shoplifting. And I've seen y'all do it a kabillion times. And that's not the first time. I've even seen white people skip out on paying a restaurant bill and, and be chuckling and laughing about it. I've seen that too. Ladies and gentlemen, reparations are in order. You know, when I saw the way that cop was screaming and carrying on, it didn't make any sense. But it also drives home the point that we get treated differently from everyone else in this country. You know, it is a lot of fakery and fantasy talk going on in America. Oh, we're all the same. No, we're not. And history proves we are not all the same. And the present day proves we are not all the same. We see Black people getting treated differently from everyone else on a daily basis. 
and just how cops in this country treat us alone, we are entitled to reparations. If you don't want to go back hundreds of years, then fine. Let's look at what's going on today that shows we are entitled to it. So you can keep nodding your head and saying, no, I promise you, this ain't going away. It's not going away. You are not going to continue to treat us like this and think it's not going to be spoken about. Dig in for the long haul because we are never going to stop talking about how our men, women, and children are mistreated up in this bitch every single day. I don't care if it gives you a migraine. Grab the exceteran because we are not going to stop. Ladies and gentlemen, there was a professor that was working with Johnny Cochran when he was alive, putting together a dream team for getting reparations for African-Americans. And this professor is Dr. Charles Ogletree. I found two lectures on YouTube that he did on reparations that I would like to play for you right now. That this, mind you, was 2008. And it just go to show you how nothing has changed in this country. These folks intend on keeping us on this trail of oppression forever if you let them stay in power forever. Thank God the Most High is doing what he needs to do to change this situation for all of us. Because they are going to fight to keep us at the bottom as we are fighting to get out of this hellhole and get our reparations. Just understand that. I'm going to go ahead and play this audio. This is a lecture from Dr. Charles Ogletree, and I'm sorry, I'm wrong on the date. This was October 11, 2001, but this just go to show you how nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing has changed. It relates to what's happening now. Reparations. It's very interesting and you, that that very early, very early on before we even reached the summer, Tony Blair came to the United States and met with the president last summer. And both of them made it clear that they were equivocal about whether they're going to participate in the World Conference Against Racism. And I guess you aren't surprised why Great Britain was a little reluctant to talk about racism. Uh, it's not current day events, but it was clear that if you're going to talk about racism, that you had to look at colonialism and slavery as the twin evils of past centuries that have a lot to do with racial uh, practices and the legacies of racial practices in the 21st century. And so it was clear that they did not want to play a role in dealing with that. And what's very interesting is that uh, many of you know that I've been involved in the reparations uh, movement and one of the lead attorneys, the reparations coordinating committee, that their legal reason for not participating, and you think about this, I mean, th th even in a, a five-week, is it five-week first-year law student would know better than this, their argument was that if we have a discussion about racism and there is a 
judgment about uh, slavery and colonialism being crimes against humanity, it might make us liable as a nation. That was the argument. Uh, I wish it were that simple. I can go to South Africa, get a vote, and come back and say, okay, I won the reparations case, pay me. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. Uh, but that was the that was the essence of the argument. We can't participate in those debates because there might be some sort of resolution adopted that we would find uh, unacceptable uh, and that would create problems for future litigation. And that was the essence of the argument. Not that slavery didn't occur, not that we shouldn't apologize for the horrors of slavery, but that if we acknowledge that slavery was a crime against humanity, then we are, in a sense, uh, acknowledging our guilt and a potential lawsuit. Well, as you all may now know, the conference ultimately adopted just that language, that slavery and colonialism are crimes against humanity, which is a term of art. And that was adopted by those who attended the conference because they understood, as South Africa understood in the 1990s, with the Truth and Reconciliation Commission, if we're going to go forward and make racial progress, we have to go back and not ignore our history. South Africa went through that in the early 1990s when they had to have Nelson Mandela and Winnie Mandela, in addition to Peter Botha and all types of whites, come forward and talk about crimes they had committed, race-based crimes against individuals or groups uh, that had something to do with the apartheid period and to an extent, an extent be given immunity, criminal immunity from prosecution by honestly admitting their past behavior. And throughout South Africa, that happened. And that's why you had one of the few bloodless revolutions in a country that had so much racial strife for so long. And so even though the United States wasn't there, the two things that uh, they feared the most uh, happened and didn't happen. There was no, in a sense, trashing of Israel in any document. And the world decided that, that slavery and colonialism are crimes against humanity. So those issues were addressed criticized them for not sending Colin Powell, and also criticized what I thought was really at the heart of the United States' position to not go to the World Conference. And in my view, the United States did not want to be confronted in an international tribunal uh, on an equal footing with 160 nations with the issue of reparations for slavery. That issue was hovering over this conference long before it started throughout the entire conference, and to the end. The United States publicly said that the reason that they would not go, which was a defense, defensible reason, was because of the criticism of Israel uh, and the claims, which I agree were illegitimate, the illegitimate claims uh, equating Zionism with racism, that they were, and we are, friends of Israel. We were not going to go to a conference where Israel was going to be attacked and there's going to be a move to equate Zionism with racism. Uh, and they sort of quietly talked about the fact of reparations, but they didn't really acknowledge that that was a fundamental aspect of their not going. Right. And I remember when that happened. America has been ducking and dodging and deflecting from this issue, y'all, for centuries. Okay, ever since our forefathers walked away from those plantations doing all of the backbreaking work to make this country what it is today, they have been ducking and dodging and where's the 40 acres in a mule? 
you know, and just doing all kinds of things, just like you see them ducking and dodging and dancing and no, and this poll and that poll says the people don't agree with it and uh, we don't give a shit. Okay, y'all need to cut these polls out because it is not going to make any difference whatsoever. See, one thing you can count on, as long as you don't write this wrong, it is never going away. And we're never going to stop talking about it. If you can't stand us the way you claim, then you would be happy to give us the reparations just to get rid of us. You have a golden opportunity to get rid of black people forever. Would think you would jump on it, but we know why you're not jumping on it. You know, You've been twisting things around for an awful long time up here. Well, let me tell you something. We won't be deterred. And we know why we're still here. You know, this country is going to fall if we walk away. We put trillions on a yearly basis into this country. Money you would never in a million years be able to make up if we step away. But if you want to get rid of us as you claim, here's your big chance. Pay the reparations. You'll be done with us forever. You don't see us crying, do you? And we ain't gonna cry. Okay, we ain't going to cry. See, with that money, we'll be able to depend on each other, free of any white man or woman. And that's exactly what you don't want. See, you love us crying and being miserable and destitute. Well, it's a new day now. We want our reparations. We want... Money for labor that was already done on this soil. If you didn't want to deal with this, you should have left us alone and build up your own country. But since you were too sorry to do that, cut the check. Thank you for listening to this broadcast on my podcast today, ladies and gentlemen. And I want to thank all of you that support my podcast. I deeply appreciate it. And I hope more of you come on board and support me in my daily podcast. You know, perhaps once it's built up enough, I'll be able to do more for you on a regular basis. Please enjoy the rest of your day. Peace, family.